to Unclassical. Hello, everybody, and yes, welcome back. It is hot. It is It is the heat wave. And as as we are British, we must constantly crave for the sunshine in the summer. Although it's not sunny today, it's just muggy. It's muggy, and then go, it's a bit bloody hot, isn't it? It's a bit bloody hot. It's been like, what, 32 today? Oh, on, on, on. It's fine. I keep saying this. People are like, oh, you don't like the heat. I'm like, no. the heat is fine as long as, as long as you do not have to fucking work. Look. I am an or- I am a child. You're gonna say autumn. I am an orphan. Something you want to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to mum and dad? <laughs> um, no, I am an autumn child, born in the spring. Mm. Autumn is my time of year, and I constantly have to justify to people they're like, "You don't like the summer. You don't like the heat. You don't like the sunshine and the most joyous time of year." And I'm like, um, "Yes, I do like the summer because <laughs> I'm not I'm not a fucking fairy. I have room for more than one emotion at a time." <laughs> Uh, but also, no one likes the fucking heat waves. It makes everyone crazy. It's too much. And I forgot what I was going to say. Because um, it's too fucking you hot. That's why. always put more layers on when it's chilly. Oh, it was... reaches a point where I just can't peel my skin. I was going to say, we are sitting here with damp towels on us like fucking darks. That's what it's come to, guys. Yeah, it's delightful. So anyway, welcome back to Unclassical. Welcome back, everyone. We have an announcement. Nikki has upgraded her Patreon package. Thank you so much, Nikki. Yeah, I think you're now, oh, what's tier two? I think you're a test now, Nikki, and I really hope you've received your badge at the post by now. Yeah, let us know if not. Let us know if not, and I'll pop another one over. Yeah. But yeah, thanks. Nikki's an absolute legend. Your support means the world to it us. It really does. And I just wanted to get that in there in case anyone trailed off, because, you know, they deserve to know about you, Nikki. They do. And if you're thinking, oh, I'd like myself a little shout out, and I'd mm. like myself a Little badge. A little badge. I'll head over onto our Patreon and you'll find us all there. And you mm. get early released episodes as well. There's some pretty cool stuff over there. Mm-hmm. We have some pretty snazzy badges. Mm-hmm. And if you wear a badge, it doesn't make you extra warm in this heat wave. It's not like a no, jumper. That's true. Yeah. And if you've got pierced yeah. nipples, well, you know. Sexy. Yeah, you go. You could be naked and we'll still be wearing the badge. Exactly. I mean, what more could you And if your nipples aren't want? pierced, well, maybe think about sorting that out. Yeah. Right? Right? Alright then. I actually, oh, I have a t- I have a top with different types of boobs on it. I put could... them on all the boobs. Yes. Okay, that is the next marketing shot. Alright. Okay, we're done. We're done. We're done. See, uh, good things come from the heat. <laughs> it completely changes stance. God, you're abandoned. Your stance. Hey, so I'm living herself. I'll find a way. I've been managing this long. <laughs> what is the next read, Kitty? So this time we are going to kick it off with Emma by Jane Austen. <gasps> um, it's been a little while since we've done a Jane Austen. Austin. Yeah, I can't remember what the last Austin would have been. Well, we kicked off the first book I ever did was Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. And then we did Persuasion, but we did like the mm, um, that TV was like a, version. Yeah. Oh, there's a new version coming out on Netflix. It's causing quite the stir among the Austin community. They think it's shite looking. Do they? Yeah, no. Well, I can't I'm really kind remember of the trailer. Have you seen the new version of Emma? With I didn't that lady know from... there was a new version of Emma. It's got the girl from Queen's Gambit in it. Oh, no, no. It's all right. It's all right. It's well, not as good well, as the original. Thanks for sharing, Katie. <laughs> well, just put it out there. I think if you want true nostalgic Jane Austen vibes, you've got to go original. But anyone's right. The only other Emma I can think of, I think Gwyneth Paltrow plays with Emma. Oh, I don't know that version. Yeah. No, there's another version. BBC. Probably. Okay. Where they're all wearing very traditional costumes. Yeah. Right? It's all very traditional, whereas the... Um, the Gwyneth Paltrow ones... Um, Traditional. She's I'm American. Yeah, she Unacceptable. Some, she on no! Illegal! I'm, I'm now really worried that I'm thinking of something else, but I think I'm right. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, the one I, the Emma version that I've seen is just, it's just good classic Jane Austen. Wasn't that nice? Anyway, anyway. anyway I um, want to hear some story. Um, so yeah, this time we're heading back to good old Jane Austen. Um, and so a little fun fact from Miss Jane Austen. I won't do too much about her because... Because uh, who gives a fuck? If you don't know who Jane Austen is... Uh, I was going to say, you? reach into your pa- into your pocket and find a £20 note, and that's it. But as of in this economy, anyone's got 20 to spare. Yeah, literally. It's a tough time, guys. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, Jane Austen thought Emma wouldn't be well-received due to her being perhaps not the most likeable of characters. Yeah. But everyone bloody loved her! Excuse to show. We all love a bitch. We all love a bitch. Maybe, we you know, we see a little something in Emma that, you know, we see in ourselves. Oh. Fucking cunt. No, it was- oh, summer. <laughs> 
uh, there's a lot of them um, she's sort of like um she could have been a very good artist or she could have been a very good um music player if she ever but just said she was a bitch <laughs> but she just never really committed to anything and i'm like same <laughs> So she had other things. She had better things to do than study. Fair, such as gossip, <laughs> such like, as gossip and matchmake. To be fair, to fun. be fair, fun. fun, yeah. fun yeah. I mean, Emma's a dick. Don't get me wrong. But she's mm. quite fun. Mm. Anyway, um, but yeah, she was. It was very well received. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, Emma's a very uh, manipulative character, Ooh. as we will soon learn. So, like I said, I'm not going to do a huge amount of background on Jane Austen because we know who she is. So to Emma. <laughs> Emma begins in the saddest of ways. Oh, death? A wedding. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Now, I hear you, I hear you. Weddings are supposed to be joyful, right? Yeah. Right? Open bar, yeah. nice dress. Yeah, it's good without that, it's good without that. Yeah. But the problem is with this wedding, you see, yeah. it's the wedding that is, it's got a bit of sweet note. Because it's eminent Eminem's. Is Eminem's? It's Eminem and Eminem. Eminem's there. I'm not rude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, they thought um, instead of like the classic opening, they'd just have Eminem and it was just, it, it fell flat. Yeah, yeah, really they flat. were like, it's the wrong era. You're not even born yet. You're Get not out. even in costume. <laughs> Get out. Anyway, so um, it's Emma's governess and who is also her closest friend. It's her wedding. Loser. Um, which... Sorry for what fucking loser. <laughs> I know. Like, uh, is Emma that... is a loser. Loser. I know we don't have governesses anymore, but it's like the same, like, it's her year four teacher who's also her best friend. Fucking loser. I think it's more like... They pay her to be her friend. So savage. I was going to say, I think it's a similar line of having your considerably older sister be your friend, and I was like, oh, so but... me? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loser. But also, I would have to be being paid to be around you. <laughs> Mum and Dad aren't paying you. <laughs> what? what are the others getting? <laughs> um, but I mean, in that time, it's it's kind of like your mum. But <sighs> Jane Austen parents were pieces of shit. Well, her mum's dead. A piece of shit. Yeah. So her, her mum doesn't really have a choice to not be around. Fine, I'll let the mum off. What's a dad's excuse? He's oh. He's really sweet. Sweet piece of shit. He's just... Rubbish? No, he's really nice to him. He really likes her. But he's just really anxious about literally everything. So he's like, oh, Emma, if you're going to walk down the lane, (laughs) I saw a single cloud. It could rain. You better not. It's not very wholesome. He needs some anti-anxiety medication because that is all his problem and none of that is Emma's problem. He's going to fuck her up. Yeah, she doesn't go out very much. Oh, yeah, sorry, I, I mean, Pa. To be honest, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of a vibe. They're like, mm. should we go out? No, it's raining. Let's stay in. Vibe. <laughs> Five. But, Father, we must dra- break the cycle of trauma. No! <laughs> anyway. screaming in the corner. I see why this is such a sad event. It, it, back to the wedding. So, that, so um, it, their house dynamic is, obviously, all of the fucking servants that don't count. Mm. But Emma, her dad, who she kind of cares for, he's not like an invalid or anything. Other than by choice. <laughs> um, and the governess, Miss um, mm. Taylor. So when she's obviously married, she leaves the house. So it's a bit of... A she's s- allowed out. <laughs> so it's a bit sombre because, you know, it's like, oh. you know, it's that thing. It's like, you know, it, you know it, the house feels empty. It's like, now I don't watch these shows, but I imagine it's like Love Island or like Big Brother, you know, when they have the ceremony when someone's getting booted. Yeah. And, you know, it's meant to be, I don't know, do they pick someone to shag in front of everyone on love i don't really know i did watch one season so why do it does seem a little i've never seen it is it communal shagging if, only if you want it to be um <laughs> but um but yeah in the ceremony when they're like we we all vibing um it's a lovey dovey but one of you is leaving so oh not so not so lovey dovey goodbye now goodbye now bye goodbye now have a wonderful time <laughs> um so yeah emma um emma's house is basically changing forever and so she is happy that mm-hmm. she's getting you know stuff together but it is also a bit sad mm-hmm. so who is emma um i do know you read it emma woodhouse handsome clever and rich with a comfortable home and happy disposition seemed to unite some of the best blessings of his existence and lived nearly 21 years in the world with very little to distress or vex her Oh, she's Tilly. She's our parents' dog. She is our parents' dog. She's just living her best life. Yeah. And you know, remember with the Bennett sisters, it was like, you must marry or you will be destitute. <laughs> yeah. Emma, don't like, worry about that. There's no male going to swoop in. When her dad dies, she's going to be lady of the house. And it's a healthy estate. 
why couldn't that have just happened for the Bennets? Because the patriarchy hates us. So, so Mr. Bennett was just a dick. Could, could he have just written like, yeah, Lizzie or? I think in Emma's situation, there are no male relatives. So is that so? You, if there's a male male it relative, has to go to the male. But then again, maybe it's only blood relatives because Emma has a sister who is married. So, but it, but I guess it doesn't go to him. I guess it has to follow the bloodline. But then at the same time, isn't Mr. Collins just a fucking cunt then in um, Pride and Prejudice? Because they're like, oh, yeah. Okay, if it's going to go to him, if he doesn't marry you, he's going to kick you all out. Yeah. Like, so it's either give me your pussy or die. Yeah. Mr. Collins is a piece of shit. And Mr. Bennett is a piece of shit for allowing that to be the option. Okay, so everyone in Pride and Prejudice seems to think Mr. Bennett's a good guy because he's funny. I think Mr. Bennett's a fuckhead. He is a fuckhead. And everyone pisses on Mrs. Bennett for being a bit of a twat. She's and got no control. She's got no control, so she's like, guys, you've got to get married because otherwise we're going to die. Yeah, because your and dad's a Ms. fucking lunatic. And then Mr. Bennett is just like, oh, silly little woman. And she's like, I don't think I understand, dear, that when you go, it's all it's not a problem for you. I'll still be here with five starving daughters. Literally. Fucking die, and Mr. Bennett. Lord, literally, because then there's that whole bit when Mrs. Bennett was like, if you don't marry Mr. Collins, I will never forgive you. And then Mr. Bennett's like, and I will never forgive you if you do. And Lizzie's like, oh, papa. Like, oh, I'll just fucking die then because you're not giving me any other options. Yeah. And Mr. Collins is a fucking piece of shit because, like I said, it's pussy or die. Yeah. This is what I mean. Everyone shout out Mrs. Bennett. And I was like, you know what? Woman has a point. These people are pieces of shit. Yeah. I will knife all of them. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Jane Austen's house and just knife some books. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like a fun day out. But Emma doesn't have to worry about any of that. Emma's having no. a BG fucking time. Um, so Emma is the heroine of the story, obviously, and she was the youngest daughter of a gentleman, Mr. Woodhouse. Mm-hmm. And together so they lived in a very grand and well-to-do house. Um, Emma cares for her daughter, old pops, and is set to inherit of the house um, mm-hmm. after him. She lived in a great, she lived in a great old life of leisure, no pressures to marry like the Bennett sisters had. So yeah, mm-hmm. Emma's having a BG time. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma, accustomed to always getting her way and being very headstrong, was not looking forward to losing her confidant, despite it being her that set up the happy couple. Mm. After the wedding, Emma and her father are sitting down for a solitary supper, feeling a little depressed with the family, um, when a family friend, who often drops in on them, calls in Mr Knightley. Knightley? Knightley. Any relation to Kira? Oh, Mr Knightley. I think he's got rather a prominent jaw. Oh, Mr Knightley. And I'd rather believe he follows around. If you guys haven't, oh, what's his name? The guy on TikTok who does the um, Luke something. Yeah, and he does the most brilliant impressions of like. Oh, everyone knows you've got. A, yeah, yeah, he's the best. Mm-hmm. And then, well, mm-hmm. I frolicked. And I had a cinnamon tea, and oh, it was delicious. <gasps> I want to hire the carriage because I want your parents to like me, Jeffrey. <laughs> Amazing. The best. So, Mister Knightley, a sensible man of about seven or eight and thirty. Seven, say that again? Seven or eight and thirty. So he's around 37 or 38. Yeah. What a old... stupid way to say it. Oh, they do it all the time. Do you remember how old I said Emma was? 20. One. One. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> so, um, ew. Ew. Oh, sorry, could everyone fuck off? There's a bit later on when they refer to him as a young man, and I'm like, that's debatable. Fucking debatable. Sorry, sorry, sorry. it's for fucking Edwardian era, era, is it not? Surely everyone dies at the by the time they're 30. <laughs> oh, then give him a chance. It's his only chance to get some pussy. <laughs> because he's not a young man, though, is he? In this day and age, a 40 year old is not a young man. No. So everyone can just stop with that. <laughs> anyway. Everyone just shush your lips. Mr. Knightley's brother is married to Emma's sister, so they're sort of siblings-in-law, but not mm. really. Um, but Mr. Knightley comes over a lot as he's one of the few people that Mr. Woodhouse actually finds agreeable. Oh, um, Mr. Woodhouse is really agreeable. He's really nice. He's just very concerned for everyone. And because he has quite a delicate um, constitution, like, he's a weird host because he'll do things sort of like, oh, I see they've brought the potatoes out ever so slightly underboiled. I'll send them back and we won't eat anything to save your stomachs the trouble. And then you're like, oh, I'm oh. hungry. But he's, do- he's doing it to be nice. He's really nice. He's just very worried. He's my Nice dog. introverts don't send things back. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> he doesn't really eat because he's like a small 
a small cup of porridge is wholesome and that will do and you're like and, he, and then he like tries to force it over and he's like will you have a small oatmeal and you're like okay i'm fine he, yeah it, i mean there is an entire chapter on him having a conversation about a 10 minute walk in the rain and you're like this is what made it in the book okay 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 it's very good for the constitution and that's the other thing a lot of people find it a bit tedious to go and have dinner with uh, well yeah i'm not vibing so the fact that nightly comes mr knightley comes quite a lot is sort of like it's nice because it kind of like it i judge mr knightley have you not got better shit to do well, he's perving on emma isn't he yeah i mean obviously yeah yeah because yeah. they yeah. have banter mm. um so yeah they're kind of siblings but not really emma and knightley have quite a banterous relationship he's one of the few people that sees emma's faults and isn't afraid to call her out Ooh. isn't that exactly what you look for in a partner how long have they known each other because when you say they're like siblings but not they're only like siblings if like you know they've had this dynamic for like you know he's known her since she was an actual child okay right cool right yeah okay. which is gross yeah. incest nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing it's like the actual relationship is not that weird. Mm. Like, that could definitely happen and it not be a massive mm. thing. Because you're not siblings. You know, if, if you all met when you were, like, 18, mm. whatever. Yeah. But he, bit weird, there's but yeah. a bit later on where he's, he's like, Emma's always been strong, even since she was nine years old. And you're like, yeah, you knew her at nine. <laughs> and you're really old. No. You're really well, not old, really old, but in terms of going out with a 21-year-old, you're really old. Exactly. So they just have like a very banterous relationship. Mm. Mr. Knightley, in fact, was one of the few people who could see at faults in Emma and the only one who ever told her of them. And though this was not particularly agreeable to Emma herself, she knew it would be so much less, uh, she knew it would be so much less so to her father um that she would not have him really suspect such circumstances as her not being thought perfect by everybody. <laughs> Emma, no, Emma knows I never flatter her, said Mr. Knightley, but I mean no reflection on anybody. Miss Taylor, the governess, yeah. um, has been has been used to have two persons to please. She mm. will now um, have but one. The chances are that she must be a gainer. But, so sorry, now there's only like one for her to please her husband. She's not going to see anyone ever again. He just means like in her general day-to-day -day life. But no, all... but this is the whole thing. Like, no, you get married and your only concern is your husband. Oh, no, no. She's in it a lot. Yeah. So there's a whole conversation. Um, Mr. Woodhouse is like, it's such a sad day. Poor Miss Taylor to leave us. And then Mr. Knightley is like, well, um, <laughs> Mr. Knightley is like, well, she did choose to get married because she loves him. So it's <laughs> not that sad, is it? And he's like, poor Miss Taylor. How will she survive? Literally, she's like, he's like, no, I, I think she's okay. And you do know she's literally 10 minutes down the road. And he's like, how will we ever get there? <laughs> he's like, the carriage oh i couldn't take the carriage out for such a short journey and i couldn't trouble the men mm. well you could walk you're not actually an invalid no i could not i have but one potato to power me exactly and they're like well you know that your um stagehand's daughter actually works for them so he'd actually probably quite like to go over and see his daughter mm. i suppose mm. and also they'll just probably walk up here like every other day because mm. still best friends with emma so yeah so you'll still see her all the time I think someone just needs a hug. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mr. Woodhouse does just need a hug. He's very happy when his grandchildren visit. The fact that he's called Woodhouse, both of them, makes me really uncomfortable because it sounds like Woodlouse. And I just I think do, everyone should know. You know what bothers me? Oh, I forgot what it's called now. So they live in... <sighs> well, he separates the girls from the women. <laughs> oh, where do they, they live? They live in Hartfield. Yeah. And their house is called something else beginning with an H. But the fact they both begin with an H and it's referred to, we are in Hartfield. And I'm like, look, that takes... And like it's distinctive. And I'm like, look, that is the same place in my brain. What are you doing to me? You need to give them distinctive names. You chose to wrote the, write this book. Hartfield and Hippofield. <laughs> it's warm, it, guys. Oh, it's warm. Uh, so I went to uni in Plymouth and there's a place on the road... Like, it's like As you're coming up to the junction that goes to Plymouth, there's another thing that's called like ply out or yeah, something yeah i know what you mean and yeah. you're like why the fuck would you that is that is purely there as a mug off yeah for banter i should know i did it <laughs> it's like when there are those stupid roundabouts that you know everyone who lives there knows that it's shit and that you have mm. to be in the wrong lane yeah and then obviously we all get angry at the one person who isn't from around there and fucks it up yeah but also how would they know how would they know 
They, they're they never, never going to know. They're also, right, they're not. Just whilst we're on the, on the subject of English roads, why um, do the lane choices, like if you're going straight over, if you're going right, why are those instructions on the floor under the cars? Why? Under, under the, the cars. Like, oh, you should know that you have to be in this lane. Like, why? It's eight o'clock in the morning. It's five fucking covered in cars. <laughs> why is it on the floor? Because people are shit. It just makes a fucking it's like they want us to crash. It literally. And you have to wait until like, you're driving over the hour to be like, oh, would you know, I, I bargained on the wrong lane. <laughs> I um, nearly was in a car accident yesterday because there was a psycho on the roads. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a psycho. So was it you? Is, yeah. No, there's a roundabout in uh, where I work. And it's, yeah, you know, the roundabout is sort of like, oh, I see you're going right. Well, you either have to, well, you should be in the middle lane, but we'll tell you to be in the left lane. And you can actually be in the middle lane or the left lane because they both merge and become one without warning. <laughs> when to become one. Literally. Um, so I was going along there and I was in the middle lane, which means you have to be aware when you, cause you, so you have to cross over into the left-hand lane. She decided without indicating to speed in front of me, so I had to mm. do an emergency stop. And then I was like, mm. you're a fucking psycho bitch. Yeah. And then she did it to the person on the other side of me just cutting across lanes. I, and I was just like, you're insane. Mm. And I honked her and she was just like not looking. And I was like, you're a cunt. I was trying to like get across lanes yesterday, and this dick kept honking me and saying, <laughs> "It was you." <laughs> what the fuck? Right, well, where do we get to? Mm. Emma knows I never flatter her," said Mister Knightley. "But I mean no reflection on anybody. Miss Taylor has been used to have two persons to please. She will now have but one. The chances are there that she must be a gainer." Well, said Emma, willing to let it pass. You want to hear about the wedding, and I shall be happy to tell you. For... Did he not go? No. So isn't his brother's wedding? No, uh, his brother and Emma's sister got married like 10 years ago. It's Miss Taylor's wedding, who is the governess. Sorry, got confused. I still think it's a little weird he didn't go. Yeah. They are like friends. Did Emma's sister go? Don't know. Don't know? Where's the guest list? (laughs) She's not there, so I imagine not. Emma's... (sighs) So we don't meet them this episode, but Emma's sister's husband, Mr Knightley's brother, is fucking annoying. And he's Mm. basically like... Every time he... It's not... Well, yeah, he is. But it's just like every time like he leaves his house, he's like, oh, I want to be at home. Oh, Sorry, why didn't so Emma's... long to get home. Emma's sister married her dad. Yeah. 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 But also he finds the dad really annoying, so he's like, we can't Because go. he sees in him, in the father, what he dislikes in himself. Yeah. Same person. Marsha, you spend 10 minutes in therapy. You can't psychoanalyze everyone. <laughs> Tell me I can't! <laughs> I'll do whatever I fucking want. I do whatever I want. And I shall be happy to tell you, for we all behaved charmingly. I'm glad to hear it. I'm very glad. Everybody was punctual, everybody in their best looks, not a tear, and hardly a long face to be seen. Hardly a long face is still the odd one. Also, not a tear. It's okay to cry at weddings. People do that. So we're just like, hardly a long face. I mean, there was Gary, but Gary's always Well, no, there was Mr. Woodhouse. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I had to go home. I had to go home. That's terrible. Oh, no, we all felt that we were going to be only half a mile apart and we were sure of meeting every day. They're literally half a mile away from each other. Yeah, and also every day. Bit intense. Yeah, they did. Fucking extroverts. Dear Emma bears everything so well, said her father. But Mr Knightley, she is really very sorry to lose poor Miss Wood Taylor. Wood Taylor? I'm confused. (laughs) And I am sure she will miss her more than she thinks for. Emma turned away her head, divided between tears and smiles. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone listening to that be like, what the fuck? It's very hot in here. It's a bit large. It's wider between tears and smiles. It is impossible that Emma should not miss such a companion, said Mr Knightley. We should not like her so well uh, as we do, sir, if if we could suppose it. But she knows how much the marriage is to Miss Taylor's advantage. She knows how very acceptable it must be at Miss Taylor's time of life to be settled in a home of her own, and how important to her, her to be secure of a comfortable provision, and therefore cannot allow herself to feel as so much pain as pleasure. Kinky. Every friend of Miss Taylor must be glad to have her so happily married. And you forget one matter of joy to me, said Emma, and a very considerable one, that I made the match myself. I made the match, you know, four years ago, and to have it take place and prove in the right when it when in, when so many people said Mr. Weston would never marry again, 
may comfort me for anything. Sorry, what an asshole. Just like, oh, isn't it a lovely wedding and everything all so nice? I'm the one that actually brought it together. It's not fucking about you, Dick. And I helped. Shut up. That is Emma's entire personality. She just and wants I helped. Emma just wants to matchmake everyone. Sorry, no, she wants to like just make it all about her. Like, yeah, yeah so at all the weddings, she's like, and it's still about me. Like, Emma, would you shut the fuck up? Emma, it's not about sit you. Down. Sit the fuck sit the dune. fuck down to be fair to her she didn't say that at the wedding she's saying that I'm bantering confident to her dad and her mate okay you may live another day and she is joking as her dad's being like you must be so depressed and she's like I'm okay, I'm okay. Like, it oh. is a bit sad but I'll be okay dad <laughs> and I did kind of bring it you about you must be so depressed Emma like honestly I'm okay yes it's a bit sad because I'll miss her mm-hmm. but we I'll see you we every are, day. Are we are still going to see each other every day. Yes. Yeah, so I can make other friends. <laughs> can, can you? Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, so Emma reflects on her success with the Westerns and her mind wanders to someone else. Hmm. Only one more papa. Only for Miss... Uh, so they're talking about having a party together mm. and like who to invite. Um, only one more papa. Only for Mr Elton. Poor Mr Elton. You like Mr Elton papa. I must look about for a wife for him. There is nobody in Highbury. Highbury, that's the place they live in. Hartfield is their house. Thank you. There you go. There is nobody in Highbury who deserves him. And he has been here a whole year and has fitted up his house so comfortably that it would be a shame to have him single any longer. And I thought when he was joining their hands, um, when he was joining their hands today, so he's the vicar. Yeah, yeah. Um, he looked so very much as if he would like to have the very same kind of office done for him. I think very well of Mr. Elton. And this, and this is the only way I have of doing him a service. I have a question about yeah. vicars what get married. So... The church decided, if you're a vicar, yeah, all right to get some dick in, but if you're a priest, it's only no, okay no, if no. It's baby boys. But but even that is yeah, obviously baby boys. But um, but even you know, in theory, that yeah, side is <laughs> a little fruit one. Um, just like so, it's not hard, no. It's just right. There's just like different levels, and you're just like so. If you're a vicar, we like kind of make our peace with the fact that you're not going to be that holy. So you, you can get your dick in. Um, but if you're going to be a priest, you're too holy for banging. But I, I just find it very odd. Like, why Why is banging unholy? Because you don't expect all your congregation not to have sex ever. And also, that would be stupid because how would you procreate? Yeah, exactly. Procreate so is kind of a big deal. Since when was having sex then a bad thing? Why, is, why are they it's trying to control sex? all those things, though. I mean, because the thing is, marriage... This, this is only talking about Christianity in, in England, so... This is all is marriage is older than the Christianity. It's a pagan thing of yeah. joining two people who love each other. And then the Christians came over and decided to boycott it because they're cunts. Sorry to any Christians listening. Um and so they boycotted it. Also, they wanted marriage to be a thing in Christian terms to control women. Yeah. Um sex was frowned upon because obviously you'd get you can get sexually transmitted diseases and before modern medicine you didn't know what it was, you're like, No, it's a punishment from God. Yeah. So obviously if you're if you are monogamous and you're only over with one person that's less likely to spread. I understand like promoting monogamy and um sex only within marriage in order to procreate. Yeah. I understand that. It's just more like why did you decide that there would be different levels of holiness and as you ascend the it's levels like the you abstinent. drop out of sex? It's like the only I, I don't know, but it's like that thing, isn't it? Like with really ridiculous dieting, when you think someone's really good, yeah. in, like quotation marks, because they never touch cake, they only mm. eat salad without any dressing on it. They're really good because they're really controlled. But you're really mentally ill. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But I, I feel like it comes from that sort of like I'm so devoted to God that I can go without sex and women and everything. I'm fulfilled I enough. I'm fulfilled, exactly, I'm fulfilled enough. Like, And it's the exact same argument, isn't it? Like, <clears throat> I don't actually need to eat a biscuit because I have this thing called self-control and uh, self-respect and I don't need a biscuit, Susan, because I'm, I'm just really comfortable in being a size zero. And I'm going to go throw up. Sorry, I've just suddenly Sorry. realised. Fine. The These people pain. can't be fully fulfilled. I'm not saying you have to have sex to feel fulfilled. I'm just saying I'm not buying that they're fulfilled just with their well, relationship not. with God. They're not. I'm just saying I'm not buying it. Well, that's I ain't fucking buying it. And then, Katie, how are they fulfilling themselves? By putting it in little boys. Some of them, or other ways. Oh, I just... I, it's, it seems a bit rotten to me. It's just... It's like with anything, I feel. When someone has to go or harp on that much about, like, I'm so fulfilled, I'm so fulfilled, you're like, 
Probably not, though, are you? Probably not. Yeah. You filled something else. You weren't meant to. Yeah. Mm. It's like those couples that post all the time on social media, like, look how good we are. Look how good we are. We're so good. Look how lovely we are. And you're like, bet you're not. Bet you're not even. Bet you're not even. Anyway. Anyway. Um, So Mr. Elton is the very hot new vicar on the blog. Um, He's always amicable, always polite and easygoing, easy on the eyes too. Um, And he's in a very good position. He's got a lovely house in the vicarage. Um, So Emma is wanting for a new friend and likes to preoccupy herself with playing matchmaker. Mm-hmm. Now, all she needs is a new muse. Um, okay. So there's a local boarding house for, uh, boarding school for girls run by Mrs. Goddard. Um, Sorry, you fucking pimp, Emma. Are you going to go around the boarding school and see who wants to marry a vicar? Yeah. Emma, that's not fucking all right. Um, Mrs. Goddard is a friend of Mr. Woodhouse's in this party that they're planning. She's a matchmaker, she's a pimp. Him, matchmaker, <laughs> pick your poison. Sorry, but um, is a matchmaker not just a marriage pimp? I suppose. <laughs> like not when it's kiddies, Katie. <laughs> oh, never kiddies. <laughs> so the boarding school is, is I mean, like finishing. School. Yeah. yeah. So the vicar, I don't think I never really says his age, but he's probably like twenty-three. <laughs> he's young. He's like twenty-two, twenty-three, yeah. and um. Sorry, but if you went to some of your fucking spiritual like cleansing, and they were twenty-two or twenty-three, like who just need to find the path of God, I'd be like, oh, run away, baby boy, shoo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> oh yeah, fully. Um, maybe he is older. Don't know. Don't think everybody says his age. This is. What, I feel like so often I'm up. But I don't know. Um, but there must be people who listen and be like, you've got that wrong. It literally says he's like 49. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he's young. <laughs> <laughs> I get a young vibe. Young because just because he has man. that vibe when everyone's sort of like, you know when like in the, these books when they are old and they haven't mm. got married and they're like, mm. what's wrong? Oh yeah, you're on the shelf. Married. But when everyone's like, it would be nice for you to have Oh yeah, someone. he's eligible. He's eligible. Yeah. And also everyone fancies him. Mm. Like, it's not like he's, he is a bit of all right. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Yeah. I... Yeah. Well, I'm getting young vibes. Yeah. He's a young boy. Sexy vibes. <laughs> sexy vibes. <laughs> sexy vibes. <laughs> I'm getting sexy enough for a teenage girl. <laughs> wow. Quite so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah, there is a boarding school nearby, um, where a reasonable quantity of accomplishments were sold at a reasonable price, and where girls might be sent to to be out of the way and scramble themselves into education without any danger of becoming back prodigies. Sorry, so they'll get them some nice accomplishments, but they won't be too smart. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> so, you know, keep them nice and down, John. Yeah. So a place where um, we don't have to worry about the women, young women, they're out of sight, out of mind. Um, mm. And we don't have to worry about them becoming actually successful, because, you know, that might intimidate the men. Um, excellent. It's just a wonderful place that schools can go and, that girls can go and be kept downtrodden and basically learn to be good wives. <sighs> or housekeepers. Hi-ho, I have a fit Or vicar. governesses. Or with... vicar's wives. Yeah. Mm. Well, not really. Um, the girls out there are below the vicar in the class because obviously Jane Austen era, everything's about class. Yeah. Um, yeah, they are. This below. book is going to like a bit of ref. <laughs> oh, wow. So Mrs. Goddard's school is obviously very well respected. Um, and on one occasion, Mrs. Goddard is it, so the party that they're planning. Mrs. Goddard is invited to Hartfield, which is Emma's house, as we established, um, and asks if she may bring one of the girls, Miss Smith. Boring name. Miss Smith was a girl of 17 who Emma knew very well by sight and had long felt an interest in on occasion of her beauty. Great. (laughs) A very gracious invitation was returned and the evening no longer dreaded by the fair mistress of the mansion. So Emma had originally been like, this is going to be so fucking boring. But now I've got a muse. Harriet Smith was the natural daughter of, of somebody, which basically means she's definitely, her dad is definitely someone successful. But the fact that... We don't know who it is, and the fact that she's here means she's illegitimate. Oh, <coughs> right. I thought so they were just saying born. that she was born, and I was like, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she's, she is highborn, but her she's claim... She's Robert Baratheon's bastard child. She is Robert Baratheon's bastard child. <laughs> yeah. She's Jen Smith. Jon Snow. She's, she's, she's Harriet Smith. That's not Robert Baratheon's child. Oh no, it's not. Oh my god, Robert Baratheon's child was. Oh, he was the one who said to Arya, I wouldn't be a friend. You'd be my lady. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was Robert Baratheon's oh, bastard. Oh, he was amazing. What was his. I... He was the blacksmith. He was amazing. I yeah. forgot I loved him so much. Wow. <laughs> you wouldn't be my friend. 
You be my lady. <laughs> <laughs> back in the days when Game of Thrones was good. I know, before they fucking lost it. Oh, oh. That brought back a lot, that line. Yeah. That was... Yeah. Katie's having a moment. That was a beautiful moment. <laughs> it was a little bit weird, the age, age gap. I'll give you that, everyone. Was there an age gap there? I can't... They yeah. both looked young. He was like... I think... Well, I think character-wise, I think she was probably meant to be about 15 at that point. He was probably meant to be about 18 at that point. But I yeah. think the age gap was actually more she was 17 and he was like 30. <laughs> he was like 49. He's not 18. Um, <laughs> like, the fact that when I watched it, I was like, well, she's a child and he looks too old for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, a child. Yeah, but, it's, well, she was. She, she's my age, I think. Yeah, she is my age. Oh, I know yeah. someone who went to school with her. Yeah, yeah. Apparently she's a dick. Apparently she is a dick. Yeah. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Emma is. Cool style. <laughs> so, Harriet, Harriet Smith was the natural daughter of somebody. Somebody had placed her several years back at Mrs. Goddard's school and somebody had later raised <gasps> her. Sorry, she's Boris Johnson's child. You scared me for a second. I thought a spider would come back in. <laughs> Boris Johnson put... Didn't Boris Johnson... Guys, have I made this up? I swear someone had like a court case against Boris Johnson. Yeah. And um, was like, you have to admit that you're my dad. And he was <gasps> like, shut up. Probably. And um, then he was like, half some money. And she, they were like, sure. But, well. Have you seen the most recent one where that girl, that lady has come for when she was like, he sexually abused me when oh, yeah. he was mayor of London. Mm. And the thing, obviously the most depressing thing is that she had to go through that. <laughs> Sorry, but... But no. And then they've like shown bits from his um, interview or like the, the talk he had with her. And he's like, look, I tried to get you a job all right out of it. I really <laughs> wanted you to. But then they thought I was inappropriate. Like, yes. Sorry, how do you come across as the good guy? So... You, you bribed her with sex for a job. So, yes, you used your power and abused it. Look, but I really wanted you to have the job. Okay, I was upset when you didn't get it. So you abused so, your power. So you, you abused your power. So you convinced her into bed to get her job, and then you didn't even succeed in getting her the job. Is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. So, so you just suck even more. <laughs> yeah, you're just shit from every angle. So even if you'd been like a little, obviously it'd still be shit. But at least even at least if you'd been like. You did get a good job out of it, yeah. you know what I mean? But the factual argument was you didn't even get the job. Yeah, which you said you fucking get. Oh my God, how was this man running the country? You can't even like argument. Manipulate people, right? I just imagine his PR officer crying and just like, you know, ripping their hair out because fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. <sighs> you know why I like Jane Austen? Why? It's no safe. Boris Johnson. <laughs> it's safe. No. I mean, there is a lot of stupid men, don't get me wrong, but... <laughs> it's like everything's got a nice cottagecore filter on it. do anything! <laughs> you can't even lie, good! <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Just let that rage simmer away. <sighs> so she's in that... She's the natural daughter of somebody. <laughs> she was short, plump, and fair with a fine bloom. Great. Sorry, fine bloom? She a chicken? <laughs> she got big titties. <laughs> Blue eyes, light hair, regular features, and a look of great sweetness. And, bef and before the end of the evening, Emma was as much pleased with her manners and her person and quite determined to continue the acquaintance. Sorry, I'm just so much... So Emma's come by for like an evening at the school. No, so... Um, kind of skipped over because it involved Mr. Woodhouse talking. <laughs> yeah, skim over that shit. Yeah. Basically, to cheer them all up, they were like, "Let's have a party with all our friends." Okay. Um, and so Mrs. God, Mrs. Goddard, who runs the school, yeah. is friends with Mr. Woodhouse, so she was invited, and she was like, "Can I bring a mate? From, can I bring mm. one of the girls? Um, I think she'd enjoy it, and she's mm. sweet." And Emma was like, "Yes, I like her too." Yeah. Um. So yeah. Okay, because I kind of like pictured that the... Emma didn't go pimping her out. She happened along okay and emma just didn't I, I i kind of pictured emma rocking up at the school and the headmistress being like um uh look the local pimp's coming by <laughs> girls come and make a good impression <laughs> she'll find you a nice husband yeah <laughs> well i think i feel that oh, that would satisfy emma that's what she really wants in life yeah. so all we know of harriet is that she yes yeah, she's young pretty and naive and she's yeah the daughter of a gentleman what's given, her name uh harriet did i say emma no you said harry I thought. Oh, Harriet. <laughs> Harriet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she she doesn't rank highly in society, um, given mm. her position. But she's Emma's like she's definitely the daughter of somebody important, and it's like you don't really have any proof of that. Like. Yeah, it's not, that's not enough to go off Emma, no. baby girl. No, no. Um, but yeah, don't you just love the bullshit class system? Uh, um, honestly, there's to some be bits, honest, it's my favourite. There's some bits coming up about the 
fucking formalities that go on and like this like oh we must do this correct sort of mm -hmm. this way and the wrong ways of that it's a bit intense mm. anyway emma quickly makes friends with her and takes her under her wing determined to better her position in life by matchmaking her with someone um that will give her a good position so they may always be friends because basically she's a bit lowly at the moment mm, and you, know, you don't, don't want to hang out with them no i don't want to go hanging out with the wrong sort is, i can help you there <laughs> i can help you there it is clueless it is clueless um so the two quickly become friends and emma learns that last summer harriet spent some time with a local farming family the son of whom mr martin was supposedly a little bit of all Right. <clears throat> so this is Emma asking, what sort of looking man is Mr. Martin? Oh, not handsome. Not at <laughs> all handsome. I thought Fucking him very man. I know. I thought him very plain at first, but I don't but I I've got to make a differentiation between Emma and um Harriet's voice. Okay. So what sort of man is Mr. Martin? Oh, not handsome. Not at all handsome. I thought him very plain at first, but I do not think him so plain now. One does not, you know, after a time. But did you never see him? He is in Highbury every now and then, and he is sure to ride through every week in his, um, on his way to Kingston. He has passed you very often. That may be. I may have seen him fifty times, but without having an idea of of his name, a young farmer, whether on horseback or on foot, is very last is the very last sort of person to raise my curiosity. Yeah. The geometry and are precisely the order of people with whom I feel I can have nothing to do. A degree or two lower and a credit and a creditable appearance might interest me. If he was fit, I might have looked. And if he was lower in the rank, you know, mm. sexy grunge. Mm. Um, I might hope to be useful to their family in some way or other but a farmer can need none of my help and is therefore in one sense as, as much above my notice as in every other he is below it even i can't pimp a farmer out you know he's even sort of girl sure it to be sure oh yes it is not likely you should ever have observed him but he knows you very well indeed creepy i, I mean by sight creepy everyone knows emma she's like <laughs> it's, it's, there's no comparison for today really but you know when like Kate Middleton? <laughs> nah, she's not that. You know where there would be that one girl at school who always got the main part? And even mm. if you weren't her year, you knew who she was. Mm. Like, you didn't necessarily like her or respect her. You just knew who she was. You just knew who she was. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Some kind of schlub um, uh, That one with the eyes. You know. Dark hair. <laughs> Megan Fox. <laughs> That one with the eyes <laughs> and dark hair. <laughs> you, got there in the end. you know what, Becky would have fucking got that. <laughs> My flat bit's how we describe things all the time. We fucking get it. The one with the eyes. And the dark hair. Are her eyes that notable? She's got them. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm glad. So Harriet hangs on every word Emma says and, oh my God, doesn't Emma abuse that power? Emma! She is the definition of manipulative. Emma! Okay, this is getting hard to find my notes. Oh, I'll turn the light on. We didn't want to turn the light on in case it attracted bugs, but you know what? We'll do it for you guys. Thanks. And for me. The thing is, I can kind of read, but it's like where I've drawn lines to show where I'm reading and I'm just you like, can't read. cannot see them. Okay, this is interesting. I've turned the switch off of the light at the wall. Now I must not turn the computer off. <laughs> I've literally stopped breathing there. And there's a dog barking outside. Sorry, guys. Right. <clears throat> right. Right. They met Mr. Martin the very... Hang on. Where are we? Yes. Um, they met Mr. Martin the very next day as they were walking on the Donwell Road. He was on foot and after looking very respectfully at her, looked with the most unfeigned satisfaction at her companion. So he's very respectfully, you know, like, looked at um, Emma. Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't know Emma, so he's just, like, done the mom. Mom. Respectful look. But then he recognises um, Harriet. Harriet, so yeah. So he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know you. Harriet, Harriet. Mm. Um, he looked um, most unfeigned, uh, most unfeigned satisfaction at her companion. It's been all right. Mm. Emma was so not satisfaction. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. I remember that fine bloom. <laughs> Emma was not sorry to have such an opportunity of of survey and walking a few yards ahead while they talked together soon made her her quick eye sufficiently acquainted with Mister Robert Martin. 
His appearance was very neat, and he looked like a sensible young man, but his person had no other advantage, and when he came to be contrasted with gentlemen, she thought he must lose all the ground he gained in heart for, um, Harriet's inclination. Harriet was not, insen was not insensible of manner. She had voluntarily noticed his father's gentleness... Um, sorry, had noticed Emma's father's gentleness with admiration as well as wonder. Mr. Martin looked as if he did not know what manner was. They remained but a few moments together, as Mrs. Woodhouse uh, mu must not be kept waiting, and Harriet then came running back to her with a, um, with a smiling face and in a flutter of spirits, which Miss Woodhouse hoped very soon to compose. Only think of our uh, happening to meet him! How very odd! It was quite a chance he... Uh, yeah. It was quite a chance, he said, that he had not gone round by Randall's. He did not he, he did not think we ever walked this road. He thought we walked towards Randall's most days. Uh, and he has not been able to get to the romance of the forest... Um, that's, this is a book she told him to get. Right. He has not been able to get the romance of the forest yet. He was so busy the last time he was in Kingston that he all, that he quite forgot it. But he goes again tomorrow. So very, so very odd we should happen to meet. Well, Miss Woodhouse, is he like what you expected? What do you think of him? Do you think he is very plain? He is very plain. Ooh. Undoubtedly. Remarkably plain. But that is nothing compared with his entire want of gentility. I had no right to expect much. I did not expect much. But I had no idea that he could be so very clownish, so totally <gasps> without air. I had imagined him, I confess, a degree or two nearer gentility. <gasps> Emma! To be sure, said Harriet in a mortified voice, he is not so genteel as a real gentleman. Well, if he is a bit of a clown, might as well, you know, call a spade a spade. Move on. Emma, you're such a cunt, though. Yeah, she's a dick. She's such a dick. Mm. I think, Harriet, since your acquaintance with us, you have been repeatedly in the company of some very real gentleman, and that you must yourself be struck with the difference in Mr. Martin. At Hartfield, you had a very good specimen of well-educated, well-bred men. I should be surprised if, after seeing them, you could, you could be in company with Mr. Martin again without perceiving him to be a very inferior creature and rather wondering at yourself for having ever thought him at all agreeable before do you not begin to feel that way were not you were struck i am sure you must have been struck by his awkward look and abrupt manner mm. and the uncouthness of a voice which i heard which i heard to be wholly unmodulated as i stood here Mm. Certainly, he he is not like Mr. Knightley. Uh, he he has not such a fair air and way of walking as Mr. Knightley. I, I, I see the difference plain enough, but Mr. Knightley is so very fine a man. <laughs> Poor Harriet. She doesn't so, know any Harriet, better. You're not allowed to fancy him, Harriet. It's... And it's the manipulation. Like, you must really mm. see that he's fuck ugly now. Don't you see? <laughs> Aren't you shocked by how different he seems now? It's so manipulative. You're making me feel like I'm stupid. Yeah, but she's it's the way she does it being like, oh, poor Harriet, that must have been annoying for you, but at least you've no real gentleman now. Mm. Yeah. Sure, sure. I think he's sexy. I think he's pretty. Quiet. <laughs> Quiet, bud. Quiet, Harriet. <laughs> Literally, it is that fucking dynamic. She's a fucking savage. And yeah, so the idea, so the idea is that they were kind of talked about is um, that Mr. Martin is, his mum wants him to get married, and so Harriet went to go stay with them to kind of help out with her yeah. sis, with the, his sisters last summer, and that's when my really something started to find a flame mm. started to kindle maybe a little bit a little bit a um, little bit a little, uh, little bit of love interest there yeah and the sister like she fitted in so well with them like she got mm. on so well with the sisters they were like bezzy mates so it was a really nice dynamic and Emma's just Emma just let her explore her love and her feelings oh, for him no! and Emma's just basically like absolutely not Emma's just like he's gross he's gross and I get yourself some posh icky. cock <laughs> yeah, get yourself some posh cod. That's what I like. Mm. Um, so yeah, she's like she's completely against the idea of marrying him, despite um. So yeah, and uh, Harriet does fancy him, despite not thinking him handsome. But yeah, Emma is totally against it. The oh, and she says this bit, which I think is hilarious. Mm. Um, the older a person grows, Harriet, the more important it is that their manners should not be bad. The more the more glaring and disgusting any loudness or coarseness or awkwardness becomes. What is passable in youth is detestable in later age. Mr. Martin is now awkward and abrupt. What will he be at Mr. Weston's a time of life? So it's good to know that uh, coarseness is acceptable in youth, but uh, detestable in old age. Yes. So um, what help have we got? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. We're not allowed. So 
Emma um, is starting to sow some little love seeds in Harriet using her fantastic skills of manipulation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Emma then repeated some warm personal praise which she had um, drawn from Mr Elton and now did full justice to and Harriet blushed and smiled and said she had always thought Mr Elton very agreeable. Mm. She's going to get a vicar. So Emma um, starts inviting both Mr Elton and Harriet over to Hartfield so they're all spending more time together and Mm. it all seems to be going really well. Um... Mr. Elton is very complimentary towards Emma about what a fine young woman she has turned Miss Smith into because she's kind of been like, make, you know, refining her manners. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you start from the outside in, honey, and work your way in with the cutlery. That's a <laughs> reference to Titanic. Yes, yeah. Um, just, saying, just saying it for the unconscious swines. Unconscious swines that um, don't like the best movie ever. So good. Um, it's a bit rude, but okay, like, oh, I like what you've done with her. She was a twat before. Thank you, thank you. Harry's just there, like, excellent. Brilliant, brilliant. brilliant. I, I've thanks. polished her up for you like a great big polished turd. Excellent, thanks. thanks. No, everyone does agree that Harry is hot stuff. Okay, um, I mean, she got a great rack. So the thing she with Harry... Harriet... Megan Fox. Oh, no, wait, the other one's Megan Fox. Sorry. Okay, I said that. <laughs> so... Everyone is sort of like, yes, Harriet is very pretty, mm-hmm. and that stands her in good stead. She's also very nice, very mm-hmm. sweet, very likable, very just nice to be around. Mm-hmm. But she's not a high. But she's not like high up in the societal chain. So it's like it's like she's not a pedigree. She's allowed to come to all the parties, but mm. she's not marrying a gentleman. You know, <gasps> <clears throat> that's the vibe. And Emma's like, I'm, I'm getting that. Fontaine vibes. They're gonna fuck them and drop them. Yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, father abandoned them leaving them flat i think to be fair hartfield is a very um it's a very wholesome place okay good um, there's no they, and they, they do have another family friend who again is poor and she's not like high flying and she's she's a great talker mm. um but everyone's like but she is just lovely and she's so sweet and nice mm. to be around like yeah she's a little annoying sometimes but mm. she's our friend yeah they and like you know it's always sort of like oh have they got enough food have they got enough blankets or oh, is, is your mother okay like they mm-hmm. are actually a really nice community that will like I said, it's nice to come back to Jane Austen. People are just nice to each other. There's a whole sen- like chapter on baked apples and how wholesome they are. Very cosy. Yeah, that's nice. It's very nice. So we need them they, right now. They wouldn't drop Harriet flat if they were friends. Okay, like, good. They would like you know make sure she wasn't dying and invite her to parties. <laughs> you can still come to our parties. You just can't worry. marry our men. That's where we draw the line. That's where we draw the line. There's a difference. All right, Harriet? <laughs> You're scum. <laughs> then don't you forget Don't it. you forget that we hate you. Which is better than you, darling. It's better than you. Some, mm. some people are just born different. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's privilege. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> so um, Emma does a little more setting the scene of romance. Did you ever have your likeness taken, Harriet? She said. Did you ever sit for your picture? Harriet was on the point of leaving the room and only Good. stopped to say with a very um, intro- interesting naivety, Oh, dear, no, never. No sooner was she out of sight than Emma exclaimed to Mr. Elton, mm-hmm. What an exquisite position a good picture of her would be. I would give any money for it. I almost long to attempt her likeness myself. You do know, I, you, um, you do not know <laughs> like it. Like Jane Eyre, draw her snivel. Snivel. <laughs> That was the best. Um, you do not know it, I dare say, but two or three years ago I had a great passion for taking likenesses and attempted several of my friends and was thought to have a tolerable eye in general. But from one co- um, for one, con- one cause or another, I gave it up in disgust. In disgust? Really, she's literally... I mean, she is whatever the girls called and clued us. Emma? No, um... Chantal. Cher? Cher. Yeah. She is Cher. Unless her friend's called Cher. Pretty sure she's called Cher. I think they're both named after singers. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, but really, I could almost venture if Harriet would sit for me. It would be such a delight to have her picture. Oh, let me entreat you, cried Mr. Elton. It would indeed be a delight. Let me entreat you, Miss Woodhouse, to exercise so charming a talent in favour of your friend. <gasps> I know what your drawings are. How could you suppose me ignorant? Is not this r- room rich in specimen of your landscapes and flowers? And has not Mrs. Weston some <laughs> I- inimitable inimitable figure pieces in inimitable. her in her drawing room at Randall's so mm, I love that she's just surrounded by her own art she's like but I stopped because I'm disgusted at my own talent I'm just I'm just shit I'm terrible I'm terrible L- like literally looks at beautiful art all around her oh wait I think I might be at her <laughs> mm, she's not oh. <laughs> 
Let's see if I'm right. She's okay. You know yeah. when like someone posts a picture on Instagram, you're like, I mean, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the skill. It's not good. It's not. It's not. I wouldn't share it. And the but... immortal words of our mother: "Is it meant to be something nice?" Yeah. <laughs> but her dad is really sweet. Oh. Um, I think I've got a little. That's what my mom said when I did a picture. Yeah. Just uh, to add some uh, uh, yeah context to that. Yeah, our mom's a sad. The thing is, it does make you really appreciate it. If you show our mom something that you've made and she genuinely is like, "That's really good," you're like. Yeah, but sometimes really? it's about weird shit, like your weird box. Thing. Oh my god! <laughs> when I was when I was like seven i got a shoe box and i made it into like this weird little stage with like a ballerina dancing in it and it was it was a shoe box with a picture of a ballerina in it that was that was it that was some like pink tissue paper on it it might have like a pink tissue and like some roses scribbled on it but yeah it was a shoe box with scribbles on it <laughs> and sellotape. And my mum kept it for years. And we were like, Mum, let it. it go. And she's like, No, I like it. And I was like, Why? Why though? Why? She's like, You made it. And I was like, I've made much better things. <laughs> but that's shit. <laughs> she also keeps that fucking awful fish I made. I was going to bring the fish <laughs> Yeah. So they just moved into it. Mean, we might have told this story before, but Katie made like this weird fish thing for a GCSE you can explain it why wasn't, yeah and um, and um, we, they just moved into this new rented house and the, the um, landlord had left like some of their weird shit in there so we were kind of like going around being like this is weird this is weird and then we went into the kitchen I was like they've left this really weird fish <laughs> you didn't say weird you said weird ugly fish <laughs> I can tell that one's sunk in yeah. and I was like I made that <laughs> and then I was like oh it's awful is that what I said? No, I think I did. I was like, it is awful. Basically, <laughs> when I was in year nine, we were said we were told that we had to make a huge pottery fish if we wanted to do A level art, um, GCSE art. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to do GCSE art. So, uh, and it was like you had to go in at lunch times to do it and stuff. It wasn't like a lesson time thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started work on it. And they basically run out of all the good mold, so I had to make a weird bean-shaped fish. <laughs> bean. Oh, it was well triangular. It was triangular. It's triangular. Yeah. I don't know what I was going for. Anyway, shit. Yeah. Um, I think I wanted a bean-shaped fish. Cause and also, it's fucking massive. It's so big. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you have to do this in your lunch times, and like, this is like your first GCSE project. It's like over project. a foot high, I think. It's fucking massive. <laughs> and um, so I started work on it. And then they were like, you can't do GCSE art and drama pick. And I was like, well, I picked drama then. And they were like, okay, well, then you can. And I was like, but I really wanted to do art. That was like my whole thing. And they were like, you can die. <laughs> um, you have to do physics instead. And I was like, but I'll fail physics. I'm not good at physics. Can I not just do art? And they were like, no, we'd literally rather kill you. And I was like, bit savage, but okay. <laughs> and then, so I didn't go back to finish my fish. Because I was like, what's the point? And then it was like the last day of time. They're like, you have to finish your fish, Catherine. And I was like... <laughs> why yeah it's so literally... i qualify for art which i can't do yeah so i was like what's the point they're like you have to so i was like fine and so i three painted it and called it done <laughs> and that is the story of my depressing ex-gcse fish we should get a picture of it <laughs> we should that's not the one that broke is it no, no. then i because we that was the project in the actual art lessons we got to make like normal sized fish <laughs> um and then it was like make a big one for gcse yeah um and so i made a normal sized fish that was actually quite cute because i actually tried with that one yeah. and then my cat knocked it off the wall and smashed it and i was like you're a dick you're gonna smash the fuck up you the nice one. of course of course making fish out of um clay is actually quite nice because a relatively easy thing to mold oh well, do you know it sounds like quite a nice and relaxing thing to do it's quite nice yeah and your one ended up being horrendous <laughs> it was an anger fish <laughs> The well-known anger fish. It was an anger fish. It showed my emotion. It did. It was a very emotional fish. <laughs> anyway. Right. We're nearly out of time. So. <laughs> After that fish chat. After all that, I think we should cover one more point. So you, yes. you, we don't leave you on a full tangent. Mm. So yeah, poor Harriet. Um, this literally sounds like the worst thing ever, having to sit for a portrait like, and some weird guy like panting over you. Uh, and and also the person like, drawing it isn't even that good. <laughs> Also, in the um, original film, I don't know if it's the original film of Emma, but in, like, the classic film of Emma, um, they make her, like, hold, like, like something up, and she's clearly, like, struggling to hold it oh. up, and Mr. Elton's sort of like, keep still, Harriet, keep still, Miss Woodhouse has to concentrate, and she's just, like, clearly, like, my muscles hurt, but this oh, is fine. It's all good. It's fucking awkward. Um, so they begin the painting with Mr. Elton reading to them to keep them entertained. They're playing the piano and singing the blues. Yeah. 
Mr Elton was only too happy. Harry had listened and Emma drew in peace. She must allow him to be still frequently coming to... He must, she must allow him to be still frequently coming to look. Sorry? She must allow him to be still frequently coming? Yeah, he's got to have his wangs. <laughs> still frequently coming over to have a look at her work. Okay. Can I see? There's no. not much to see yet. <laughs> She's not bored like that. <laughs> no one is going to get her Oh, if anyone gets this, I will love it, but I don't think anyone if will. If anyone gets this reference, right, I'm not going to say what it's from. Oh, okay. We're not going to say. <laughs> if you get what that reference is from, and you tweet us with, not tweet, we don't use Twitter, Instagram us the right answer, we will send you some free bags. Yeah, yeah, 100. 100. So, just to go over it again, mm. can I see? <laughs> There's not much to see yet. <laughs> She's not bald like that. <laughs> We will come back to this next week and let you know what the real answer All was. All you're going to have is a bald Harriet if you don't let me finish. <laughs> he tried really hard. <laughs> <laughs> the heat's made a weird, I have a guys. chance to get her properly dressed. <laughs> I'm going to be so impressed if anyone... If anyone gets it, I'm going to be really happy. <laughs> me too. I don't think anyone will. I really hope everyone's just sat there like, sorry, have you got, are you guys all right? It's like, I'm not kidding, it's like 30 degrees in here, it's not all right, I'm freaking <laughs> out. Right. She must allow him still to frequently be coming to have a look. Anything less would certainly have been too little in the lover, and he was ready at the smallest intermission of the pencil to jump up and see the progress and Always to be annoyed. charmed. He's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> There was no um, being displeased with such an encourager, for his admiration made him discern a likeness almost before it was possible. She could not respect his eye, but his love and his complacency um, were unex unacceptable. Were, un were unexceptional, apparently. Oh, no, unexceptional, savage. Savage. Emma <laughs> is a savage. Um, but yeah, he is annoying, isn't he? Yeah, no, he needs to fucking simmer down. Yeah, it's one of those things, because I know... Mm, I know what happens. So I was like, am I mean? Is he nice at this point? No, he's a tryhard. He's really annoying. Yeah. He reminds me of Mr. Collins. Yeah, no, no, he is. He is he Mr. Is. Collins. He's and slimy. Yeah, and he needs to get in the fucking sea with his other slimy eel friends. Yeah, he's an eel boy. And then, <laughs> sorry, Miss Emma, I am for eels. Never made to make Harriet cry. <laughs> I am several fish and not a guy. That's Sorry, Miss Emmer. I am um, four eels. Okay, Elton cool. eels. Same yeah, same person. Similar I'm interest. sure we've made a joke about that being about another character in something. It just just literally every slimy man every slimy man yeah <laughs> um, anyway so everyone is going on about how beautiful the painting is and how beautiful Harriet is and how well Emma has <laughs> painted her and how bully 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 Everybody was um, who saw it was pleased, but Mr. Elton was in continual raptures and defended it through every criticism. Sorry, who's criticising? I think it's shit. Don't! I think it's lovely. Mr. Knightley. Oh. Um, Miss Woodhouse has given her friend the only beauty she wanted, observed... Um, oh, sorry, that's Mrs. Um, Weston um, saying that. It's a bit mm. savage. Um, to him. So Mrs. Weston is the governess. Sorry, the only beauty she wanted. Is it just a picture of massive boobs? Yeah. <laughs> Um, not in the least suspecting that she was addressing a lover. The expression of the eye is most correct, but Miss Smith has not those eye has not those eyebrows and eyelashes. It is the fault of her face that is her, um, that she has them not. Do you think so? Replied he. I cannot agree with you. It appears to me a most perfect resemblance in every feature. I never saw such a likeness in my life. We must allow for the effect of shade, you know. You have made her too tall, Emma," uh, said Mister Knightley. Emma knew that she had, but would not, but would not own it. And Mister Elton warmly added, "Oh no, certainly not too tall. Not in the least too tall. Consider she I is can see what's down. happening here. He's really in love with Emma. <laughs> it's like it was written that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah we all see it. We yeah. all see it. Except the people involved." <laughs> But yeah, you get the idea. But, but, but okay, mm. so I know Mr. Woodhouse is annoying, mm. but he is cute. 
It is very pretty, said Mr Woodhouse. So prettily done, just as your drawings always are, my dear. Aww. I do not know anybody who draws so well as you do. The only thing I do not thoroughly like is that she seems to be sitting out of doors with the own, with only a little shawl over <laughs> her shoulders, and it makes one think she might catch a cold. <laughs> okay, very cute. It's like, you are annoying, but you're so cute. <laughs> he is a hedgehog. very pretty. <laughs> She's very pretty, but she needs, she needs an extra blanket. <laughs> like, that is his, he is a hedgehog. He's a hedgehog. And it, like, mm. that's the thing, like, you can't be mad at him because he's so cute. And yeah. He, he's, that's the thing, he, like, he worries so much, which is annoying, but he's mm. so nice. I love him. Mm-hmm, snappy little. So, um, it's agreed. <gasps> and hedgehogs eat wood lice <gasps> and his wood house, wood louse. Yeah. So then the, um, point comes up that they have to get the picture framed. And Mr. Elton jumps at the chance. He says, he'll take it to London to this person he knows who is just the bee's bloody tits at these things um, and he immediately hops on his horse wraps the painting carefully up so it's not to damage it and whisks it up to London to get um, it painted so uh, nice. well, you, you, you smacked the nail on the head so we might as well call it there um, <laughs> he uh, kind of seems to be vibing up with the other lady Emma yeah. rather than her mate yeah. mm-hmm. Emma however thinks all of this all of his being like no it's a perfect likeness it's his fondness for miss smith miss harriet but actually we see what's happening here he wants that wood house stick because she's kind of fancier <laughs> also if he married emma it would set him in a much better position i mean emma's loaded emma's loaded she's megan fox She's Megan Fox. She's Megan Fox. She's so, got eyes. <laughs> thanks, she does have eyes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they haven't overly mentioned it, but I feel if she didn't, and the fact she's not blind. <laughs> have you seen that video where it's like um, this 11 year old who is blind um, is being interviewed, and, they're like, and she's like really like amazing at loads of stuff, and the interview asks her, Is there anything you can't do? See? <laughs> <laughs> I have seen that. I thought you were going to say about the one you sent to me where the kid, like, Oh no, the kid doesn't have any arms and they karate chop the wood with their foot and then the person goes to give them a high five. I saw another really bad one. Yeah. It was like a DJ thing at like prom, whatever. And there was clearly this big moment where this girl in the wheelchair came onto the stage and the DJ put on Ed Sheeran's Thinking Out Loud and the first lines are when your legs don't work like they used to before. <laughs> and the crowd's like, oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? I was like, Doo, yeah. No. No. Stop it. Oh, uh, savage. Savage. Amazing. I Damn saw it. another one as well where a guy was talk- who had no arms was talking to a lady who had really small arms. <laughs> and she was like, it's really hard sometimes. You know, like people He like, was like, yeah, he says it's really hard. No, she was saying, like, oh, it was really hard because, like, you know, having, like, small arms, like, like it's really hard to do things. No, she... it's the other way around. He's got the small arms. She's got no arms. Now carry on. And so he like, says. It's really hard, like, um, doing things with small arms. Like, people think, like, weirdly of you. And she's like, at least you have them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like. Fair point. Fair point. Um, so, yeah, the internet's a wonderful place. So if you've done something embarrassing or awkward today. Yeah. At least you didn't try to high five a kid with no arms. <laughs> there is at least that. Yeah. At, least, at least you didn't do that. Whatever there is going wrong in your life, at least you're not that guy. Yeah. And if you're that guy, Ooh. Ooh, you fucked up. <laughs> that was a bad day for you. Sorry, <laughs> Sunshine, we all make mistakes. But thank you for tuning in, guys. And if you especially thank you to Nikki. Yes, yes, big thanks to Nikki. And if you want to join the awesomeness that is Nikki and Karen over on our Patreon, then you go join them too if you like what you've heard. So there is there is a prize up for grabs to this. Uh, obviously, if you get if you join us on Patreon, you get some free badges, and they are actually pretty cool badges. Well, why wouldn't you want them? As you knew, nipple rings. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can guess our niche niche reference mm. message us on instagram let us send in your guesses mm-hmm. send in your guesses regardless if we'll give the best um we'll read out the best ones next week and if you get it right you'll get some free badges so yeah. give Woo! it a go give it a go guys and yeah um check us out on socials if you haven't already and we'll see you next week guys bye <laughs> For fuck's sake. Bye.